0: welcome to the mastery matrix podcast i am your host Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world we geek out on human potential and transformation you know how to disrupt ourselves elevate to mastery and build our mind body spirit and systems for greatness i hope you're ready guys because i am let's go All right, guys, I am so excited about today's podcast. I don't often have guests on the show because I want to be very selective in terms of who I bring on. Like they have to make me excited and they have to make me want to be in a conversation. And so my guest today is Caitlin Christensen. So Caitlin is a media industry expert who has worked with top brands like Women Health, Pop Sugar, Channel E, and much more. And back in 2018, she actually did what I'm currently doing right now and really leaving a lot of what she was doing behind to start traveling and become an additional nomad. And she started actually her business I didn't tell you, Caitlin, that's the same year that I started my own business as well. It was oh, a- yeah. Yes, it was. And good year. <laughs> yeah, good year. And this time she founded her first business, Cultiv Creative, which she grew into a highly successful six-figure company. And then her passion for health and wellness led her to create her second business, Fit Websites, which specializes in websites and marketing for business, and, uh, and especially in the health and wellness industry. So, Caitlin, I am so excited to have you on. Yay! Hello! I'm so excited. Yeah. One thing that really got me, you know, excited to get on this conversation with you is I don't have a lot of people around me who are digital nomads and who are living the lifestyle that my husband and I have been talking about since we're in college. We're like, the day we do this thing and the day we have kids, we still have to figure out how to just travel while we work, right? So a lot of our Mm -hmm. decisions have been with that in mind. And you're currently doing it. And so my first question to you is like, what inspired you to do that,
1: to become a digital nomad? And what was that transition like for you? That's actually a really good question. And my journey, I think, was a little bit different because I didn't actually plan on becoming a digital nomad. It was just there was a scratch that was happening when I was living in Sydney that I just could not itch. And I just had no idea what was happening. Like it it was just, I kind of lost all motivation and momentum. And I was just like, I I just got to take a step in a direction. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what direction, but like, just pick somewhere and just do it. So that's how it kind of happened. But I planned on getting a job when I went to Berlin um, because i just randomly picked a country in Europe without even being, (laughs) hadn't been to Europe. And, uh, I just couldn't find a job. Like literally no one was responding to me. So then finally I was just like, why don't I actually just start my own business? And then of course that's when people started responding to me, but yeah. And then I just started from there and it just kind of led. And then I was like, oh, I can keep traveling. So yeah. It, I love it. It's funny.
0: Uh, we're moving to Portugal next month. We're in the US right now. We're in Canada yeah. at the end of 2022, and same thing. I've never been to Portugal. We were just like, let's go, let's move there.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of like that now, like picking places because you can pick everywhere. You're just like, oh, if I don't like it, exactly, you find out. Like it's still another place. It's still an experience. When I just left, so right now I'm in Thailand. So obviously I obviously had to go home for COVID and mm-hmm. spend that time there right now we're in Koh Samui, which I have to say isn't exactly the place that I would want to be but yeah you're just like oh my gosh it's still something like it's just something different oh that's what I was saying when I was back in Australia and I was staying there I was just like I could go to just a place that I don't even like but it's still just something different like I just need something shaken up in my life yeah. so yeah, yeah even if you don't love Portugal like at least it's something different to experience like the people might be really rude they're not but just an example, but you're still just like, wow, this is really cool. And then you'll look back on it forever and be like, oh my gosh, remember that time in Portugal and blah, blah, blah happened.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And one thing that I noticed too is just changing our environment completely changed everything in terms Uh, of my thoughts and some habits and things like that. Like it was very easy to move into different projects or things that I was working on just because I did that geographical move, if that makes sense. I'm actually really excited about this. And speaking of of being in Thailand, how are you, this was my big question, because for our move, I was like, let's do five hour time zone difference because most of my clients are in the US and, but how are you balancing, you know, different time zones and the travel and work? Like, how is that
1: for you? I have to say time zones are the hard part. So even then, like, I'm, I'm just a little bit tired because it's 11, 11 o'clock at night right now. But you just do it. Like, I, I, if this was in at 3 a.m., I'd be like, okay, I'm staying up. I'm going to get more caffeinated. I also don't find it the worst thing. So sometimes if I have a client in America, you know, we get to talk um, in my morning and then by the time they like they go to sleep, I get all this work done and then they wake up and the work's done. So exactly. it, you can still work it out like anywhere in the world. So Australia to America is pretty far apart and that still worked. So you just deal.
0: I absolutely love that. What did you find changed for you from you know the life that you had before and maybe your perspective on life, on work um, um. or versus now as a digital nomad, as you're like traveling the world and
1: doing the work that you love and so on. Like what has changed? I think everyone would probably know the feeling when you finally get away from work and your normal life and you're on holiday and things just like life just makes more sense. And, you know, you need to dedicate more time to life and less time to work. You know, it takes a while to feel like that. Like, but once you're in vacation for a while and you're like, oh, my gosh, these are the things that are important to me. It's just kind of that constant reminder. But in saying that, when I went back to Australia in COVID, I completely forgot that as well. And I started getting back into the rat race and I was just like money, money, money. I need this. I need that. And now I'm traveling again and I am reminded. So I need to try and remember that more and more, but my gosh, it is just that you just remember that life is so important. And, and yeah, and there are things that are more important than work
0: and just putting things Mm -hmm. in perspective. It's so true because even in, um, Like for for my husband and I, we made it a point very early on to be remote in our job. So we still had to be, you know, residents of Canada or whatever, but Mm. we could step away for like two months or a month at a time and be in different countries. And I did notice that when I did that in the periods that I was still working, still doing the same activities. But the mindset was different. The attention that I put on family and on really important things was very different from the day-to-day routine mm-hmm. in, in my home country. So, no, I totally get that. Yeah. What have you been? And this is, I'm like pulling from you right now because you're living the experience that I'm going to be uh, more, di- you know, diving more in um, into into in the next few weeks. But what have been in your mind the most? important benefits and challenges that you've experienced in tra- in doing
1: the travel and work thing i think with the uh, traveling work again well because I, I i made my job nomadic as well i was just like yeah. okay fine. by the time i was making something i was like a i want to make passive income because it's just a bit of a no-brainer and b yeah so it just kind of made sense um i want to be able to travel and move because why not like if you're going to pick a job Pick a job that works for you. Yeah. Um, the bad part I would say like is being away from family. Mm. That's not really like just a work travel thing, but I have to say that is a bad thing about the digital nomad life. It's really funny. You kind of go back home after a while and it's just like your friends are still there for you, but they've just lived so much life that you kind of haven't seen, or maybe there's babies or someone's passed away. Like there is just and you're like, wow, like I kind of just miss this big chunk. Um but you know it's just for a certain amount of time so I think it's being close to your family would be nice and I think like always going home but then also you would just appreciate it more so like it's a good thing and a bad thing in a way but I would say that's the hardest thing um the benefits you know I actually been wanting to look at this but I have been really thinking the less I work sometimes the more I make and I know that sounds so strange but when I, again, I was back in Australia, like I would just work. I wake up in the morning, I work, I have dinner, I work, I go to sleep. Like if my partner is not here or if I'm not doing anything, that's just what was happening. And I wasn't even making that much money at that point. And now I'm making so much more and I'm working so much less. Today I started my day, I literally went for a hike, went and sat on this rock. Then I went and actually saw some more rocks. It was a bit of a rock day <laughs> in, in Thailand. <laughs> uh, went and had breakfast with my partner it was ten o'clock. I worked till three thirty, but in that time, I worked. Like I got up to pee. That was it. You just work, and then I was done. And then we went and played um, soccer, like soccer football, a uh, soccer golf. Sorry, so it's like golf but with a soccer ball. And then we went to dinner, and now I'm back here doing this. So, like that's a pretty good day. That's an amazing day. That's an awesome <laughs> day.
0: No, oh, this is super inspiring. I love it. What advice would you give Caitlin to someone like me who's like, although I can. Technically, I'm already a nomad because I'm literally, I'm not from the US, but we've been here for a couple months just because we wanted, our dream has always been to be in like two to three different continents every single year. And that's kind of what we started this year. But what advice would you give to someone who is considering, you know, taking their business? And a lot of my listeners are, some of them are starting their business, but a lot of them also have a team or, you know, they're making a lot of money. And sometimes it feels Mm -hmm. like, the digital nomad life and you know leading a multi-six-figure seven-figure business don't go hand in hand I do Mm -hmm. have clients who actually live the life and are in Costa Rica and so on but in your mind like what advice would you
1: give someone like that who's considering it oh I would definitely say just do it (laughs) like anything it's just one of these things you just got to step into and you would just need to swim like hell and then you'll be fine. And then sometimes it's not even that difficult. so I don't really know what but that, yeah, just do it. just give it a go. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I would say, have some money, have a little nest egg. So yeah, maybe that. Just have a little bit of money, get health insurance. do it.' And
0: do it. Now, okay, I love that. Someone asked me recently for the same thing, and they were like, what would advice? like you know, what would you tell? And I was like, just go and do it. Like I was trying to see what else to say, go, I could go into the logistics, but it's so different from, you know, one country to the next, but for us, the biggest game changer was just talking about it. And within like five minutes being like, yeah, we're doing it. Let's go. And Weirdly enough, it looked like this huge thing in my mind initially, especially because we have two kids and so on. In oh,
1: okay. It is a but, lot more hard. I was going to say yeah. I
0: don't have kids, so it is very. The thing to- is, as soon as we started, it's actually not that hard and not that complicated. What makes it harder complicated is just thinking about it. So we see it as this huge thing, but once you're in it crazy how in a matter of a few months where we just literally made it happen so Mm -hmm. yeah so I totally agree with you on that now I do have a couple other questions for you because Mm -hmm. I know you're a website expert and I with everything that's going on I wanted to ask you some questions on this so in your mind are websites still relevant? Everyone's on social media. I know for my clients, when someone's starting, I typically tell them, you don't need a website yet. You know, go do your thing, get some money in, then, you know, hire somebody to, to, to build your website. But Absolutely. Do you, yeah. So do you feel like websites are still a
1: thing like they were before? Do people, do businesses still need them? I would say, Yes, 100%. However, if someone says, do I need a website? Or like if we're talking about building a website for a client, I always say, do you need a website? A lot of people want a website that haven't made much money in their business. And they're just like, I want a website. I want it to make because that, that makes my business. I have a website. I have a true business. If you want to do that, sure. And then you can try and make money later. But exactly what you just said, I would definitely recommend getting the business going, learning a lot because you have to pivot. Like the idea that you have when you start is generally very different at the end. So, yeah, don't do too much yet. Don't pay for branding. Don't pay for a copyright. I just like try and make some money, get it going. And then when you're ready, yes. I would still recommend getting a website. There's different jobs. I was actually thinking about this. I was like the person, like I'm from a really small town and there's a beautician there. I don't think a website would help her get any more clients. Mm. She can do enough in social media. She can reach that town. However, if we just go into the bigger town where I like used used to live, which is like maybe 100,000 people, yes, I would still, I would recommend having a website. So that's still not a lot of people, but yes, I think if you wanted to be good and beat the competitors and people come to you first, yeah, definitely need a website.
0: Okay. Got it. Now with everything, you know, that we're hearing around uh, AI and, you know, things are changing, It looks like things are changing so much and so fast. So I'm always like, do I need to know this? Can I just rely on somebody else to know this information? And how do you guys stay connected with all of these trends and, you know, making sure that webs the websites that you're creating are still relevant and are going to be relevant beyond the next six months, for example.
1: That is a really good question. And I also would, when hiring a designer, probably ask them that question because that's a really good question to see what the response will be because I would have to say there's a lot of designers that don't even do just like the basic stuff for SEO which is right now incredibly important I think it will continue to be important but if you're kind of designing a website unless you're really just expecting all the traffic to come from social media uh, like a local business really should have good SEO so I would definitely ask that question but be back to the point of AI Oh, it is hard to keep up. It is really, really hard. <laughs> There's changes everywhere. And sometimes you just want to turn off. So you're just like, Oh my God, can we just stay the same for a moment? But I get a lot of newsletters. So I have the industry experts that I listen to, and then I get information from them. And then kind of, that's what I go off. So yeah.
0: And I do feel like even as you say, as you you were speaking, I was like, okay, you know what, like, this is an expert, and probably every expert is in that same stage that you're at, right? Like, like, no one really knows. So but at the end of the day,
1: it, yeah. we're all going to be in the same situation anyway, right? <laughs> Yeah, if I was getting paid, I would put in some guesses. Like I like I kind of, you read up on it. Like you can kind of guess where like Google's going to go. So like they've yeah. got a big task force at the moment. So they're going to make it more like ChatGPT. Um, another thing that they're going to do is start actually doing transactions through Google. So there's things like that, but you're like, it's not out yet. You're just going to wait for it. But all those things... I don't know, I'm, I'm really excited. Like, I'm just yeah. like, we're getting that next wave, like with all this AI, we're like what's going to happen? There's always going to be, you're always going to need someone to help you like be above the competitors. Like if even chat GBT, if you're going to be a local business, you're still going to need help trying to appear on what chat. So like, I'm not worried at all when it comes to being a designer and a marketer, because there's always going to be something. But yeah, being on top of it, um, I don't know, I'm just really excited about it.
0: I am very excited too. I think we're about to find so many new ways to bring back to, to to build brand, to save time, to do like
1: mm-hmm. really save so much time,
0: yeah, and just work completely differently where we can just capitalize on our genius and let AI do its thing as well. Mm-hmm. So I love that. So, what advice would you give to somebody? Like, for example, even I myself, I'm working on my, you know what website and having help with that as well. But like, what advice would you give? Maybe in terms of The mistakes that you see people make and you know what what would you say in that
1: type of situation yeah I was there's two mistakes that I see a lot and one is the paradox of choice you need to make it very very clear what you want someone to do and you need to kind of when you're designing a website just make it so like a five-year-old can understand you need to explain everything I always recommend even putting in the plan which the plan might be like if you're let's say you're a chiropractor or something or a Pilates studio we use Pilates studio so you want them to sign up for the intro offer then you're going to come in we're going to show you around we're going to do this and then step three is you're going to feel better and have more energy like even make it like that because any confusion people will lose you
0: yeah absolutely no that makes a lot of sense Caitlin, this was so much fun. I would love for you to share with people where to find you, you know, if they want to work with you, maybe on website. And I know you also help
1: like with
0: with people starting a business and so on. So can you let us know where to find you?
1: Yes. So uh, my company is called fitwebsites.store. So we'll put a link in below. But ultimately, I help people in the health and fitness industry kind of grow their business from website design to SEO to different marketing. Um, So if, yeah, we can have a free consult if you're interested at all. But, yeah, if you ever need help or I love working with businesses, I love the health industry. It would just like all came together and it was just, yeah, I'm having so much fun with it.
0: I love it. And guys, the information will be in the show notes below. Caitlin, it was so fun to connect with you today. Thank you for all of the wealth of knowledge and experiences.
1: And I'll talk to you very soon. This has been great. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.